sitting at like, the same table. Right? You didn't see it. Like, like the big yawning thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the movie theater stretch and yeah, arm that's tuck. It. Yeah. That's it. The movie the, we all did. The, I did well, that on the, I did that on the, um, uh, the one, like the ride at the carnival where you like spin world. like this. Is that what that thing's the, called? The big I red thing that they used in we that call space it the movie scrambler. with the kids in the 80s? Scrambler mm. was the name. I know what you're talking about. You know it under Scrambler? I know the Scrambler. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, my shoulder hurts, you know? So like, mm. it's like, oh, okay, we'll put your arm around me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That was the nice, plan. Nice, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That was my bro. Yeah, we heard it. Yeah. Talk all the trash you want. Can't remember if that was high school or college. <laughs> Both appropriate. I think high school appropriate. College should be a little more mature. A little more mature. Maybe. I'm still in college. Me too. I went to community college. That's kind of. High school plus. High school. Yeah. High school point. You know, 2.0, something like that. Yeah. Or 1.5. These same losery faces that you were seeing in the. That's uh, right. Like, oh, yeah, I remember you. Yeah. Yeah. Neither of us were good enough to move on to real cool. Yeah. The the people that you never talked to, but uh, now since you seem to be in the same boat, you might as well. We still uh, decided to live with the parents and do the college things. Fucking losers. That's it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So welcome to Text Before (laughs) Calling. I guess I'll intro it. Sure. Yeah. I'm Derek. This is a Derek app. This Shut is off. Derek Epp, Sean Foss sitting across from me. Joey Bonier, Hello. to my right. Mm. You guys can't tell, but that's the, that's the case. Cross the half round. Uh, yeah, to my west, mm. mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Eric Wheeler. To my upt. Yeah, northwest. By northwest? Yeah. He talks sometimes. Actually, I think he's mute for this podcast. I don't know. Mm. Are you there? Call me Dundee. Oh, there you go. Please clap. Yeah, so we're doing an episode. Yep. What the hell is this episode on? Let's go. Yeah, you wanted it. Well, I never. I didn't ask for this. Mm. I just move this man. Mm. Why is Eric booing me? What did I do? Because you're here. Get bent, Joey. Uh, is you're still angry. Well, everything today is your fault. So. Still angry. Joey, you were the one to put your headphones on first, so you clearly wanted to do the yeah, you uh, did this. episode on uh, did this. the previous thing we were talking about. You no. made this happen. You guys demanded a racism episode. Your racism oh. episode. We're doing a racism episode? Oh, Well, God. not until now. Mm. Well, I guess we are now. Yeah. Fucking racist. All right, so what about it? Has anybody in here... Ra- f- hold on. Racism. Is it good? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Hot take. I really wish I thought that Sean was joking. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait. So has anybody in here experienced anything remotely like racism? If you guys have listened to the uh, solo nasty shows, I have uh, uh, shared have. my uh, my experience that is most akin in my life to my personal experience of something closest to racism. Okay. Is this your personal was, Vietnam? Yeah. <laughs> driving on the road one day and like somebody flicked you off and you were like, that's a racist comment. 
No, this was uh, when I, the, the first insurance company I was fired from, I was in the training program for, and uh, one of the, the other uh, girls that was in the training with me, um, we were supposed to work together in groups one day, and she literally stood up and uh, shouted that she refused to work with me um, because I was a, a Libra. This oh is honestly one, one of the most <laughs> there for just you know. This is one of the most offensive things I've ever heard in my life. That I said bad. it was the most akin to that. Man. That was bad. That's the closest <laughs> you've ever gotten. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, racism, let's be honest, is overblown. Yeah. Now, so you you haven't gotten anything. <laughs> to be like fair, that. Sean has also been shot in his car for not wearing a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. He was clearly reaching for his gun. What about bigotry? Have you ever experienced bigotry? Doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> of course, racism and big- bigotry exist. But I, I uh, mean, like, how- finally a concession. <laughs> there we go. Jesus Christ. There we go. But have, you haven't experienced anything like bigotry. Um. I, Look, no. all I'm saying is that when people who aren't me say they've experienced racism, they're lying. That's all I'm saying. No, that's never what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what <laughs> you're saying. It's what I'm saying. I'm you're... saying if I, if I did not witness with my white eyes your racism being mm. uh, perpetrated upon you, you mu- you're probably lying. Right? Mm. If I didn't see it, how can it be true? No. I'm not I mean, going you know, to there's, believe you. There's body cams. We can, you know, we can have uh, truth without uh... Uh, body cams. <laughs> the answer yes. to everything. I mean, solved it. It solves all of our problems. It doesn't solve it, but it certainly helps. No, I mean, it does help. You're it's, right. It's a step in the right direction. I mean, the, the problem is that everyone talks about racism, but we don't have any solution. So what is it that we are going to do to actually fix these systems? If these systems are inherently flawed, what is the solution that you're proposing? Just screaming racist, just screaming the word racist at every cop that you see is not going to help this situation for anyone. Step one. Stop shooting unarmed black people. Okay, so how do we how do we institute that? How do we make that you a- stop telling cops to be instantly afraid of young black men and assuming they are more dangerous than young white men? Right. So that is something that, that is a step. Right. Right. So that, that this is a concrete step. But this is something. Of do not shoot first. But most when a, when an unarmed black man is running away from you, don't shoot them in the back. Mm. That's something you can actually tell someone. That's a very simple instruction. Yeah, but that is a fundamental change in the way police work is done. They don't shoot. They don't shoot white men aiming guns at them. Bullshit, dude. White people get shot by the cops. Yes, that is not the fucking, fucking Bundy Ranch bullshit. They had loaded guns and they were acquitted in court. Bun- I don't even know what Bundy Ranch the is. The Bun. But- you know what this is? Yeah, it's similar. They it's took just, over a yeah. federal wildlife reserve. Oh yeah, aimed guns right. at cops. They were taken alive to court where they were acquitted by a jury of their peers. Right, because Second, they didn't want another fucking Waco, and that's a whole other situation. Meanwhile, there are and, videos day after day of black guys running from the cops away from them, mm-hmm. the cops shooting them as they run, yeah. and the cops are acquitted. Do you think this is a normal, good system? You think there's no simple solution? There is a simple solution. No, no, it is. It, it, but I'm saying it is it is a mentality that is within police forces. It is a it is actually how it is they a are, reflection of the society they live in. It's not like there's some weird right? anomaly. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong at all. And this is something that we do have to address. And we get we have to address each of these things. But that's not what I'm hearing anyone actually calling for. I'm I'm not hearing anyone putting forth plans that are going to institute 
institute these things and actually change these systems. There so are I, plans. I, I don't hear anyone on Capitol Hill. I don't hear any Republicans. I don't hear anyone coming forth with any sort of legislation that is going to put any sort of change in the actual system. Everyone just wants to stand around and scream everyone's racist. And that doesn't help anything. No, well, there is legislation. Well, yeah. It's called Blue Lives Matter. And it makes uh, resisting arrest a hate crime. These are, these you, are the I'll laws give, that get passed. I'll give you another piece of legislation. Uh, the Jeff Sessions basically reinstituting mandatory minimums for nonviolent yeah. drug events. No, that's horrible. That disproportionately affects people of color. Totally. That puts people in, I mean, you could, you could argue many different things, but obviously that leads mm -hmm. to people going to jail, recidivism, all these different things. Right. right? And these are, these are parts of that, that quote unquote institutional racism. And these things can be addressed, but mm -hmm. just holding rallies for things that are, are not necessarily completely factual, but they uh, adhere to a specific narrative. Can you give me an example? Uh, what was it? The, um, uh, What's the Ferguson? So the the guy that was shot in Ferguson, mm -hmm. they the the media basically tried to paint him as a gentle giant, kind of instill it. Was, in, was this the same media that called him no angel? They, well, there there are always. Is different. this the same media that whenever a black guy gets shot, they show him the mug shot, and when a white guy gets arrested, they show him the graduation photo? I'm, I'm not saying the media isn't racist. The media has a, an inherent bias in whatever is going to get you the most offended. Whatever is going to raise your cackles the most is going to be the clickbait that they are going to generate. So whatever is in their best interest to to get more eyeballs is what they are going to put forth, and that is a narrative that is very easily inflammable but the the idea that this is something that is going on every single day and you know people aren't aware of it is is something that is a little bit naive people yes, are absolutely people, aware that's, of it. and that's what i'm saying people are certainly aware of it but we we just to keep screaming that it's happening is is not helping as much as putting forth actual solutions so are we going to uh, i i don't really see many people legislating too much against what Jeff Sessions is pushing through. If they actually cared, they would put through legislation or at least propose legislation that gets rid of mandatory minimums. Let's say, Sean, crazy idea. Let's say that there was a certain segment of the population that not only accepted racism in society, mm -hmm. but was actually subconsciously or not in favor of it. Why on earth would they pass laws changing a society that they think is working pretty well. This is the inherent flaw with democracy, tyranny of the majority. So, I mean, if we- but What you're saying is, oh, they're screaming about racism. I'm saying they're screaming about racism. People going, yeah, so? And then it's like, uh, well, this, we seem to be at loggerheads here. You're basically saying, it's not like, look, everything's working pretty well. And if the cost I pay is that black people and brown people are disproportionately- uh, terrorized by the police, I can live with that. That's not at all what I'm implying. What I'm saying is the people not passing these laws, they're aware of the problem. They're just okay with it. And the, this, is, this isn't like that they're unaware, uneducated. Then, then what is... It's not even that they necessarily hate these people. They just go, well, this is how the system works. I mean, the... the the problem is that we live in an instant gratification society and our government is not made for instant gratification. So the, the wheels of justice and the wheels of progress do move slowly, slower than you're, any of us would like. You're assuming, but, though, that everyone wants to move to this point of racial equality. What I'm saying— no, the majority of people do. 
I mean, there are certain... Yeah, maybe 52%. And that's all it takes in this fucking democracy. But it's just like with with gun rights or anti-abortion thing. The people who are against it are so fervently, psychotically against it. You have, let's say, 15% in the country Mm -hmm. that's just psychotically racist. 15 sounds high, but okay. 15 sounds low. I'm I'm trying to not sound crazy. Yeah, 15% that's just like, these people are subhuman. I want them in jails. I want them away from my family. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't want things to change. In fact, they'd like things to be harsher. They miss the good old days. Okay. These are people nostalgic for the so, great America of the past. Yes, yes. Those people exist. What do we do about them? I don't know. And that's the what thing. I'm telling you is that it's not a failure of the system. The system is serving these people adequately. Well, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, just, just when you have shitty people, what do you do? But th- that's the thing. The problem is not telling them they're shitty. Okay, the problem the, is they don't care that they're shitty. But that's the thing. There is this 15% or whatever it is of shitty people. But when you start using the, these shitty people, they are actual racists. When we mm-hmm. start calling everyone a racist, then the, the term becomes meaningless because we have actual racists here they're doing actual racist things that need to be fucking dealt with john i absolutely benefit from racism i don't consider myself a racist person but to say that i don't benefit from racism is crazy i'm not saying that there's no such thing as white but there are people man. who say no everything in my life i've earned no one gave me anything right, right. i work but they completely dis- discard the fact that yeah, anything but- they've done may have benefited from centuries of a system that elevated their type of person. But that's not what I'm arguing, But man. people get, per- like, uh, what I'm this, saying is people I mean, get is- personally offended. They go, no, you're trying to take something away from me. You're trying to diminish my accomplishments. And that happens on the left as well. I mean, that is the, the, the but entire- But this is the problem to me is everyone thinks it's about them and that right. someone's trying to take, they see it as, as, as the zero needs of the many game. outweigh the needs of the few. No, no, they see it as, well, if you're saying that racism still exists and I benefit from it, then that diminishes my accomplishments as a person. I don't like that. So I, therefore, it's better for me if racism doesn't exist because then I'm more impressive. Then it's more I, of what I've done as a rugged individualist. I really don't think anyone's argument is that racism doesn't exist. You're wrong. In fact, the Supreme Court said this when they struck down the Voting Rights Act. John Roberts, the head of the Supreme Court, said that racism basically wasn't a factor anymore. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely the, right. You, I hear this is a Supreme Court decision yeah. from like three years no, ago. No, but this just got changed like two days ago or two weeks ago. No. Whatever. The Supreme Court was uh, changed gerrymandering laws. That's nothing to do with the be- Voting Rights Act. There's nothing to do with the vo- That's North Carolina. There's nothing to do with right. the Voting Rights Act. Okay, so what is it that you're... A uh, uh, law written 50 years ago to address the systemic racism of our country was deemed unnecessary recently. The judge, the head of the Supreme Court, saying mm-hmm. essentially racism plays no part in modern American society, which is insanely naive because uh, he, as a rich, successful white man, doesn't see it in his daily life, which sure. I'm sure he doesn't. Yeah. But he's wrong. But he is now on the record mm-hmm. as being wrong about this. Right. And his wrongness has devastating consequences for people. That is unfortunately the system that we've devised. So we have elected a lifelong. The system isn't the problem. 
W- w- then what the people making bad decisions you're saying oh what can we do well, yeah exactly what what do we do about those people then you vote better people in yeah the office. exactly <laughs> right and that choose better people time and that's what people are doing no it happens are you kidding it happens all the time every two years we have an election right but that doesn't get rid of everyone the senate shuffles through every six years two years at a time that's not I mean, that's, very long it, it's not but it's it, it you it is a a long path to change the hearts and minds of these people that are very dead set on these differences yep. most of these people have never even encountered someone that is outside of their race they have no idea what it is they're talking about they've just been bred with this concept for that their is, life that is and that absolutely is, the number one problem isn't that people are hateful psychotic exactly. wanting to yeah. uh, lynch people it's that they don't interact with anyone Without outside a doubt, of their race it. Yeah. yeah, segregation is real in America, right? And it has it has come back with a force in the last twenty years. Yes, and yeah. it, it has come back with a force from all sides. All sides are being divided right now. All all sides are holing up into their now, little would, groups. Would you? No say one wants a, to integrate anything. Would you say a certain group perhaps benefits from this? I all groups benefit from their group. Would you power. say there is a certain of the races in America, would you say there's one that perhaps holds the wealth and power? Obviously, white people have been in the majority of this country since. It Is it obvious? I mean, yes. If you flip through the Rolodex of Congress, they are pretty much all white. Sure. I mean, that is that's undeniable. Like, I don't know what your big. But point you're acting is like segregation is some equal opportunity offender when it's not. I'm I'm saying that the the roles seem to have changed in that we were on a path of desegregation and and certainly these past 40 years have have turned the other direction and we are the issue is is not always that though the, the, some the, the rollback was kind of I'm, the 80s. I'm agreeing with you essentially man You're, like oh okay i thought you were saying that there was kind of going it was kind of desegregating over time is what you were saying there 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 were there have been these moments of mass desegregation i mean the integration of the school system you know we have these these points where big things happen right. and you know then we have this kind of matriculation back to the to the mean i i agree to an extent i think you're right actually there are those watershed moments but the problem is is recently, and I think is obviously since the '80s too, is is the separation between the suburbs and the cities. It's yeah, just, and that's something that America has done. You can argue institutionally because they well, made then, investments in in the mm-hmm. suburbs the, and that well, kind of area. This is where we get into the conspiracy the theory. Is it planned or is it an accident? Is it just the way that economy uh, is? It's, or you can uh, yeah. I don't okay, think it's a conspiracy theory to look at the data and say that federal. Loans, the way the banking system is structured, has favored white people. Oh, that that's over the centuries. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I don't think that's nutty. No, that. I mean, it was literally fact until Jim Crow. So I mean, up until 1960s, it was like literally in law. I didn't say anything about bank loans. I'm talking about the 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 city versus suburb structure. They started trying to put together these urban housing developments that were supposed to be subsidized by the government and in effect they were they were it was a liberal program to try and be nice to these people. But what they did ended up hurting them more than anything. It ended up creating more segregation. What Joe, so then there was I mean there's this right. ebb and flow but of what, what Joey and, and I are so saying is that planned? If that's planned, yes. that's a conspiracy. If it's planned to hold down the 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 black person or the what you know whatever color they are because of the segregation, then yeah, that is something that is horrible. But I don't know that it's necessarily 
you know, the, again, this is that whole conspiracy thing. I, I don't necessarily believe any conspiracy theories, but I don't necessarily discount them immediately either. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is possible that this is completely an, an Illuminati orchestration to no. to bring down these people. But I don't think it's Illuminati. It's it's much more straightforward than that. You have a country founded on white supremacy, operating under white supremacy mm-hmm. until our parents' lifetime. Right. And you're acting like, well, racism isn't a big deal. It's one of the founding pillars of the country. I'm, I've never... It's s- literally in the Constitution. I've never said it wasn't a thing. Like, I, you, you keep strawmanning me with these arguments of but other you're saying, people, you man. seem to be this upset is- about people saying, oh, this is racist. Like, you're annoyed by this. This would be like I'm, if I said, oh, you keep talking about liberty, 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 liberty. Enough of the liberty already. Maybe I want a little tyranny. No, I'm saying that, you know, just like anything, overuse of an accusation is going to water down what the, the, the power of that accusation. What I'm saying, so when you're, when I understand you, what you're saying. My, my point is that's your problem, not the problem of racism existing in the world. You're sick of hearing it. Well... That's such a fucking twisted way to fucking. I don't think it is because I do. I think there are a lot of very well-meaning white people who get sick of it and they go, "Well, it can't be that." Like, okay, it's bad. It's not that bad, and they basically make the judgment call of, "Look, you're kind of overdoing it." And I, as a white person, will be the arbiter and say there is this much racism, but not that much. Okay. Because that's un- you're being unreasonable. No, when racist things happen, let's take care of them. But when we shout everything is racism, then that just de- neutralizes the word. But what, what if the society you lived in was overwhelmingly racist in a way that you could not see because you benefited from it on a daily basis? I mean, yeah, then we're it's all like, a simulation. I don't know. It's what like the joke, you know, the joke about fish and water? Uh shark swims up to fish he goes hey boys how's the water shark swims away fish go what the fuck is water (laughs) just remember to text before calling Derek's gonna take us out yep Derek fell asleep you asked for it man don't wake him up don't wake him up Let's get a new episode. Get Derek's take on it. The lukewarm take. (laughs) This is another one?